Welcome back to Die Hard Minute. Um, we discuss the movie Die Hard one Christmassy, violent minute at a time. <laughs> and uh, we here are the team of Indiana Jones Minute, and we are closing our first foray, our first week here, and uh, with Minute 20. I am your host, Jerry Porter. And I'm a host, Tom Taylor. I am also a host, I'm Pete Mummert. And I am a soon-to-be host. (laughs) 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 Now, can we all just give Jerry a little round of applause? (laughs) Yeah. I like saying thank you for uh, taking all the pleats out of those, you know, pants there. Everybody's, I am also a host. (laughs) Hillary, I appreciate that. I feel like I'm in the audience videotaping my son's you know, like school play <laughs> appearance. Um, Your grandma's gonna yeah, love fun. this. Yeah, Die Hard minute. Everybody gets to chime in. Uh, anyway, speaking of minute twenty, begins with Theo doing some very '80s style hacking, and ends one minute later with Hans and Huey Lewis exiting the elevator. What do you guys think this uh, this shamrock ring that Huey or that uh, Theo Ooh. has means? Oh God, oh. that's interesting. I don't know. I, I just, I'm just, I'm curious because yeah. he's got. It looks like a matching bracelet too. Some fraternity yeah. Well, thing. Yeah, no, I, was I was wondering. wondering is this some I, kind of fraternal organization? Hackers and Hackers United. <laughs> yeah, or like like he's part of a, he's part of uh, like anonymous or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, is he is he is is Theo wearing two watches? No. Oh. oh, weird. Yeah, a- and what's fascinating is we can ask a man on this show who wore two watches. That's true. For That's many true. years, oh, Tom Taylor. That's yeah. you. Tom Tom Taylor was I did known. too, actually. Really? Oh, really? Well, I used to do the thing where you'd wear like two or three Swatch watches. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's much more fashionable so, than I was. We have more than just Peter North in common. <laughs> 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 We're learning so much about ourselves. Yeah, I wore two watches, and people would say, "Like, oh, why do you wear two watches?" And I would give them the obvious answer because one of them is broken. <laughs> I, st- I still need to be able to tell time. Yeah, I had a watch that I liked, and it busted, so I kept wearing it, even though I got a new one that actually worked. And Pete, you wore two watches, but it was just a fashion thing. Yeah, it's it was like that, yeah. that. Everyone would wear. You'd wear like two or three swatches, and one of them would always be broken, and maybe yeah. two would work. Yeah. Hillary? Never. <laughs> oh, you haven't lived. <laughs> I was I was I was not as fashion conscious. <laughs> sure. I did Jerry, swatch, did you? I did have a swatch though at one point. Okay. <laughs> uh I you know, for a while I wore a watch, but uh, I think once uh, I had a Kool-Aid watch. Famously in college I had yeah, a Kool-Aid yeah, watch well. and yeah. that was uh the last watch I've ever owned. <laughs> so no i've never worn two and i haven't worn one in 25 years hmm. look at you yeah and the irony is you're a drummer you're supposed to keep time jerry <laughs> but it's all internal or something that's good um you know i have a question here if theo is such a computer whiz 
why the hell is he typing like Johnny Moose Knuckle? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, I understand that computers were like stone tools uh, back in 1988, yeah. but uh, typing wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do like people still quirted? Right, yeah, that's a yeah. good point. I never thought about that, but you're right. Like, like you watched, he's all ham-fisted, like, and I understand that he's humming while he's doing it, but he's like, he either can't do two things at once, like he can't hum and type. Oh, he's or, exactly like me. He's he 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 needed to type, in in in, in his case because he was into computers and hacking and everything. He needed to type, but he never learned how to. But he can type fine if he's looking at the keyboard. But he can't hmm. look at the screen and type at the same time. Well, he yeah, but he's like a computer hacker. Like, that's yeah. his entire job. He's like one of the best <laughs> in the world. And he's going right. like Johnny yeah. One Finger. Doink, yeah, doink, that's doink, how I doink. Type. And notice, like, notice the move. He goes completely cross keyboard with the left hand to hit the enter <laughs> key. <laughs> and he, uh, it's just his technique See, we, is. We're we, we watching it. I feel, I feel like he's being play like this whole this whole, the whole yeah. hacking sequence for him. I feel like it's being playful because this is probably the easiest mm-hmm. part of his whole job tonight is shutting all this yeah. stuff down. So he's like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna you know be silly about it while everybody yeah. else has to be prepared to do their stuff anyway. Like he's not he's not in a crazy rush. Yeah. So he's like, oh, you know, and I'll do this stupid thing where I. Hit the other key with my other hand. Yeah. I don't know, you know, like I don't really have to do that. Putting a little English on it. So this is this is like the hacker version of you have a spring in your step. Yeah, <laughs> he's kicking up his heels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, that's a good point. This is probably the only thing he does in the movie with a computer that's like the computer's designed to do that thing. Like he's just doing uh, run the thing where you lock the things, run the thing where you put down the doors, run the thing where you turn off the escalators. Like like these are all things that the system's supposed to do those. Right, there's nothing for him to figure out, like how to get into. Yeah. It's funny so though because for the for the serious, like psychopathic super genius, so far everything he's done has been sort of endowed with a sense of whimsy. Mm-hmm. You know, like he he leaps yeah. over the the console and yeah. kicks the guy. He's yeah. in here. He's humming. He's very theatrical and his typing and the way he was talking about the basketball game, like everything about him is is I think he's a fascinating guy. Yeah. Well, I knew Pete. I knew you'd love Theo. I mean, he has a, he has a joie de vivre. Yeah, that that uh, you admire, and you know he hums when he's karate kicking the computer. Yeah, he's a hummer typer. <laughs> yeah, he's a hummer a hummer typer. <laughs> we had that in Temple of Doom, didn't we? Had the, yeah, we had the, the hummer slugger. Hummer. You you said Pat Roach was uh, Pat Roach was a hummer slugger. <laughs> He's a, well, okay. So if he's just checking his savings account at Bank of America, he's, he's working. He's rocking the regular QWERTY. Yeah, I bet he is. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 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 And if he goes to like an ATM, he'll do a little twirl before he like actually hits the thing that you know spits his card yeah. back out or something. Yeah. That's also got to be hard though, because I wonder how many actors at, at that time like were great typists, mm-hmm. like. It, is it like having somebody play the guitar or the piano like an actor where you have to have a hand double come in and do it and they just wanted to have him do it and maybe he couldn't type in real life? Like, how, I wonder how you do that. Matthew Broderick famously couldn't type and they had to have a thing set up for war games. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, but that's the thing. You answered your own question. They have a hand double. Yeah. They have a hand double. 
The end. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you know, let's be. Let's, you know what? This is interesting because this is at, like we don't even see his screen. So like he could just be yeah. as an actor. Yeah. He could just be like his fingers could be just dancing on the keyboard and he could be looking at the screen. Yeah. But he or somebody chose not to do chose to do it exactly this way, with mm-hmm. him kind of hunting and pecking and doing a little stuff. Yeah. So Speaking of, you said we don't see the screen, but a, a few seconds later you do. And I feel like whenever they show bad guys working on computer screens in movies, the screen looks really weird, and it always explains a plot Ooh. point. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, removing exhaust thrusters yeah. so you can continue <laughs> your evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, can, you can perpetuate evil. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to get out of this one. Yeah. Locking down the elevators. Yeah. yeah. They Looking do a nice at job though. Bearer too. bonds. <laughs> the building the act the building actually does have 35 floors. And this one, like, they, they actually follow suit with the uh the computer. Like he has 34 floors he's locking out, and then they the express mm. serv or the service elevator is the only one that goes to the helipad. Mm-hmm. And that's the only one he keeps open all the way. Oh wow. But there are lots of elevators that you can see that are stuck on different, or that are stopped at different floors. And in a minute, we'll get a, an exterior shot of the building where lots of lights are on in other parts of the building. And I wonder, like, are there just tons of other people in the building, that, and every one of those people could have their own story? <laughs> no, maybe. Like they just, you know, they think there's a power outage, and they're having like flashbacks yeah. about other favorite parts of their lives. <laughs> Not not to burst your bubble, but <laughs> on, uh, when McLean first gets there, uh-huh. the security guard tells him that the party is the only people left in the entire building. <laughs> oh, oh right. that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's weird, though, that there are no, no cleaning staff. or Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, Christmas Eve, maybe they just gave everybody, yeah. everybody the night yeah. off. Yeah, you're right. I have a possibly stupid question. Like I, I think I get this, but why does Theo like rip out all the stuff and then karate kick the 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 you know the mainframe whatever that is? Uh, according to the script, the, like the the ripping out the wires is taking out all the security cameras. Um, oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, and I don't know what they just say. They just say that the 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 computer he kicks is just some sort of server, but I don't know what it's actually meant for. But the, that's we- yeah. a that's weird because if he was to I, I, the 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 security camera thing makes a lot of sense but they don't do anything with right. that they don't like even show like a light going off on a camera or yeah. something. Well, they could also be, they idea. could use them to their own advantage. It seems like they, they could be very helpful. Yeah, that's what the whole the whole thing seems weird because it's like he's not expecting anybody to. They've got this thing you know literally locked down, so he's not expecting a John McClane or anybody to come in there and tapity tap on the keyboard and undo what he's done or anything. And yeah, like you say, like it, you would imagine that he would want full access to all the computers yeah. and everything later on, unless they just know. don't want video of the the hair guys walking around with guns, like so they can identify him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, was Theo singing, doing singing in the rain? <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I think he was doing something from singing in the rain. He was humming something. Oh, from see, I thought he was still doing. I thought he was still doing. It sounds like you know. I just say that because if you watch the Amazon thing. Up in the little corner, it has the little singing in the rain soundtrack thing pops up when he's humming. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, it's all uh, Clockwork Orange. Yeah. That's yeah. how you do it. Yeah. Yep. They, 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 they do have this whole, this whole building has really bad security protocols, though. Like the fact that this room is completely just right. wide open. 
with security for the entire building and sure. nobody's manning it and nobody's you know yeah. it, it seems like a poor choice well, for the building well and the fact that they hired a deaf security guard <laughs> yeah. Really? It took you guys that long. <laughs> this must be must be the end of the week. There's, you know, there's something amazingly lonely and like cold about that escalator yeah. stopping. Shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes me really Definitely. sad, and I feel like I'm dead. Yeah, <laughs> you got out of the last movie at the mall, and the place is closing down yeah. before you can get to your car. <laughs> it's like the escalators just stop moving, and you're like, I'm not oh. supposed to see this. It, 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 it creates that whole like, there's no escape for anybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. You know, what's interesting, the pens at Theo's desk are conspicuously red, white, and blue. Oh, oh interesting. And, and, is Theo's the only American? No. Uh, I mean, bad yeah, guy, uh, the only American no, bad Huey guy? Huey Lewis is also uh, American. Huey, well, oh, okay. obviously <laughs> Huey Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> it's an American treasure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, fake, fake, fake Huey Lewis. <laughs> yeah, because I, I didn't realize because it's funny when I all the times I before I started researching some of this stuff, I always thought uh, fake Huey Lewis was putting on an American accent. Mm-hmm. Was oh, actually, interesting. But was actually German because his southern drawl was so was so southern that it seemed fake to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> well, Hillary, you're you're a huge Die Hard fan. Um, when when did you first see Die Hard? Um, I saw and, it. I didn't see it in the theater. Um, yeah, but you know we had HBO, so when they premiered it on HBO, we watched it. Um, you know, and I I loved it from the first time I saw it. Um, so I was mm-hmm. you know I must have been. You know, 12, 12 or thirteen, I guess. By the time, mm-hmm. by the time it hit HBO, um, and, and w- w- was that it for you? Were you just like that? This is my movie. Every Christmas, I, I'm watching this. Yeah, well, that I mean, I watched it. I know in those first couple of years, like after it was on HBO a couple of times, I taped it on VHS and then just watched it like whenever I, you know, it, it just it felt like one of those luxuries. I was like, oh. I feel like watching Die Hard. I can watch Die Hard again, you know. So for the first sure. first couple of years mm-hmm. after it came out, I watched it a ton. Um, and then subsequently, since you know, at least at least twice a year, like I make a point to watch it. I do watch it on Christmas, or um, one of my co-hosts usually does a Christmas party um, every year, so we always have it on. Along with Home Alone, so go figure. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, duh, duh. It's it's the same movie. You know, it's it's one of those movies too. Like whenever it's on TV, if I'm just flipping by, I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like I I watch it for five minutes, and the next thing I know, I'm at the end. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Pete, Tommy, your relationship with Die Hard. 
I'm just trying to think. If it, it came out in July of '88, so I'm yeah. guessing that you and I saw it together, Jerry. I'm just assuming. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Probably in like Stanford, uh, Connecticut, or something. Yep. I saw it in but Denver I, with my my cousin Paul and my friend Travis. I like. I remember seeing this. I remember like walking did you, out of I the mean, theater. Like, when we were asked to do this podcast, were you like, "God damn it"? Are we like awesome? <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of in the middle because when I saw it in 1988, like I walked out of the theater, like I was like, "This is a great! I love this! This is amazing!" <laughs> but yeah. I haven't watched it a lot since 1988, right. so it was yeah. I, it was kind of like, "Oh, okay." And I'm actually when, really I'm, eager to watch it again. Like, I, I'll, I'll be on. I, I only watch like our minutes for this. But okay. I'm actually really eager to watch it again because uh, it is a really good movie. I don't it know is. A, it's a very good movie. Yeah, it's a lot of did fun. You, I mean, did you have to watch it again, Pete, to refresh? Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. I did watch it again. And, yeah. I mean, do you like it? I love it. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. All right. Can I also I just say I really love the third one? The third one's really good. Yeah, it is. It's like I don't remember. I don't like remember more than the half of it is really good. Huh. It's in New York and it's got Jeremy Irons. <laughs> I, you know, I hadn't I hadn't seen it in 25 years, and I knew it, it it had you know a lot of diehard fans and you know a classic. But uh, uh-huh. you know, I watched it two days ago, and I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it was yeah. a lot better than I remembered it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's very engaging. Like once you start it, it's hard yeah. to turn it off. Like you just, yeah. it, just yeah. it really yeah. pulls you in. It's it's and it's actually a really well done yeah. movie. Yeah, well like, written. Like the yeah. shot, yeah, it's, and the acting's good, and mm-hmm. it's very well written, and there's like all sorts of little for, foreshadowing things, and uh, they pay great attention to detail in the movie. Mm-hmm. And least, it's it's one know. of those movies that's kind of a time capsule. Like, you watch this, and it feels yeah. like 1988. Like, everything oh, yeah. about this feels like 1988. And I yeah, also, totally. I think I also just enjoyed it, because doing the, you know, the all the Indiana Jones movies, we so get behind Harrison Ford and like, you know, it's 90, you know, 90% of the reason I, I like those movies. <laughs> and it was mm-hmm. fun to see like with Die Hard, just with Bruce Willis. It's like, there's just a different type of guy, different character, but I'm like, yeah, I buy this entirely mm-hmm. because of Bruce Willis. I'm behind him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Alan Rickman has great hair. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> He's got that kind of '80s Wall Street executive power cut. Yeah, yeah. And like you kind of, as soon as he walks out of the elevator here, you kind of get the feeling like this is going to be a different kind of a criminal. Yeah, yeah. Like he's got it's his weird. collar up on his trench coat, and he's like yeah. elegant, and he's. We don't get to hear him say anything in these minutes yet, but uh, yeah, he's already making a an impression. Yeah. I love how smooth they make him like. Just like with his like his his, mm-hmm. his acting choices, just with like his demeanor, you know the way he approaches everything throughout the entire movie. It's just it's just it's just so cool, you know. I'm like I'm like yeah, if I'm gonna be a terrible person, that's the kind of terrible person I want to be. Well, it kind of makes me want to just like if, if I'm on vacation, maybe I'll buy like a Hugo Boss T-shirt. <laughs> like i mean you know what i mean because all those guys just kind of show up in that euro wear yeah Yeah. (laughs) which i normally hate (laughs) but it's like i'm just you know those guys you're like i'm just gonna get like a blazer and a hugo boss t-shirt 
and that'll be fine. I don't really need anything else. Sprung on some Jakar Noir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just has that vibe. Well, for me, it had a special place because I had just done a uh, a high school, uh, what do you call it, like a student exchange thing in Germany for a month. Mm. And so, like, coming back, and then as soon as I got back, like, we watched this, and I was like, oh, yeah, they really are bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> it felt, felt no, very but, comfortable coming from yeah. Indiana Jones world. <laughs> yeah. Didn't have to rearrange the furniture too much. But no, like, I already <laughs> had my Hugo Boss shirt on, so I was, I was ready. <laughs> like a f- fully furnished podcast. I can identify podcast. with Hans. Yeah, yeah, I like this. <laughs> I do like that... Uh, Huey Lewis takes over for Billy Joel. Like it's like one doo wop guy takes over for the other. Oh, yeah. Just like in life. Also, one of the uh, the guy who's standing behind, who I believe is Marco, in the elevator, uh, is an actor, William von Hamburg, who's actually played Vigo in Ghostbusters 2. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Which huh. I, yeah. Which I, which I didn't know. My, my, one, one of my co-hosts brought that up. Wow. Uh, <laughs> we were recording. I was like, what? I was like, get out of here. And, you know, and again, like I've watched this movie billions of times and had no idea <laughs> about that. Wow. So between him and Reginald Bell Johnson, we have consecutive Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 cameos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Pete, could you uh, tell the good folks at home about uh, our other program? Yeah. We have another program called the Indiana Jones Minute, where we do exactly what we just did this week for Die Hard, but we do it with all of the Indiana Jones movies. And we're just about to start doing it with Last Crusade. So check us out on iTunes or Google Play, Indiana Jones Minute, or you can come to our website, indianajonesminute.com. And Hillary, you are... Uh, you got your own diehard podcast starting up soon. Uh, yep. Correct. Yep, that is correct. Uh, you'll be All able right. to find information at yippiekayeminute.com. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's well, to really be honest, diehardminute.com was already taken by this. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I have to actually be witty now. <laughs> well, you know what? They they lost out. <laughs> yeah. well, fantastic. That concludes our first week, uh, the Indiana Jones Minute People Doing Die Hard Minute. Thanks to Jim O'Kane and all the other podcasters who are who are on this Die Hard Minute doing all the other minutes. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me on this week. This was, oh, this totally. was a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, yeah it was great having cool. you, Hillary. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. And for everybody else, go to DieHardMinute.com and do stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Listen listen to the other other episodes. If you you couldn't tell, Jerry types like Theo. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) ta-da! Oh, uh, let me... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) so so thank you everybody for joining us for die man how does it say it (laughs) it's a die hard minute or something okay okay come come back monday all right so thank you everybody and be sure to join us monday join us as in the die hard team monday on die hard minute God, I'm not good. I'm not, yeah, I'm not good at this. <laughs> <laughs>
Tell me you got that. I got it, I got it. Hit your heart on Channel 5. 